Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I, again, am your main bitch, Kim, and welcome to this wild, fun bus ride on the Bravo bus, essentially. Yes. Now, last night's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of Dubai, damn, I definitely feel like I said Dubai in like such a weird way. So those two episodes were pretty amazing. If we start real quickly with Beverly Hills, Sutton is talking to every woman like they are her children. And she is like, I will finish what I'm saying. Let me talk. Let me talk. And then we're all sitting there and we're like, what the fuck is this bitch saying? Poor Diana is crying. Don't make the bitch cry. She's like iconic. Why would you do that to her? And plus Crystal, I am a little disappointed with Crystal. I don't know why she is basically caving to Sutton and saying, I'm sorry. Bitch, don't be sorry. Sutton's starting some shit and you don't want her coming, raining over your parade. Like stick up for yourself like Erica says. But oh my God, Erica is such a pot stirrer right now because she hates Sutton. Let's just be real. She hates her. So she's trying to get any way to make her feel uncomfortable and bring her down. And right now, Crystal is in between. So that was a pretty interesting episode. Now, if we go to Dubai, That was amazing. I need to look up Mina Rowe. I'm not pregnant or anything, but I just want to see her collection because everything that was on screen yesterday, I loved. And would I wear everything? I would love to attempt to. I don't know necessarily if I could pull everything off. Well, obviously not the maternity stuff because I'm not pregnant. But Yin's guys know what I'm saying. Also love the fact that when Ion was telling us what verbatim is and she's like saying the sentence and then afterwards verbatim, I mean, that was really cute. I am obsessed with her still, but we will get into that in a little bit later. Also, Nina's obsession with French fries. I want to know. I literally want to reach out to her and say, what is your favorite fast food restaurant? Like what what restaurant to you has the best French fries? Is it going to be McDonald's? Because everyone says McDonald's French fries are top notch. But I'm not really sure. Is Wendy's good with fries? I mean, I like all French fries, so she's probably going to say the same thing. But I really want her opinion. Does she like Chick-fil-A waffle fries? I personally think that Arby's curly fries are to die. But I usually never go to Arby's. But when I do, it's like a huge holiday. Now, let's go to some What the Bravo news because there is definitely some stuff going on. First and foremost, Gina from The Real Housewives of OC. This is crazy. She, of course, it's from Reality Blur, but I have another one today from Reality T as well, but we're going to do the blur first. Uh, (laughs) Gina is accused of pushing her boyfriend Travis down a flight of stairs. I mean, what the fuck is this? Is this a Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial all over again? Can we get attorney Vasquez up in here and like shut everyone down? Because that bitch was awesome. Like I want to be her and Ion combined when I grow up. Like those bitches are bad bitches. So apparently she threw him down the stairs almost like a Kate Moss, but there was a legend and she didn't do it. We saw that on the trial of Depp versus Heard. I don't want anyone coming after me. So we find out that Travis's ex filed a police report and she is saying 
that her kids are refusing to go see Travis. Like, they don't want to for whatever reason. So not only is she filing a report against him, he's filing a report against her. So he is also saying that, hey, my ex is holding my kids. But she's like, no, they don't want to go be with you. So that's interesting. And then... Then she says, the ex, her name is Megan. She is saying that there's domestic violence going on in the house with him and Gina. And she wants an investigation there because apparently the children are telling her that Travis and Gina yell. I guess he's pissed off about Gina's drinking. I guess she started up again. Again, this is all hearsay. Who knows if this shit is fucking true, but it's crazy interesting. And then from that, when they're arguing about her drinking, Gina's like, fuck you, and pushes him down the stairs, allegedly. But also what was weird through this article, Travis doesn't allow his children with phones because I guess Megan, his ex, gave their children cell phones, and he's like, no phones in the house. So that's weird. Is she just trying to get some attention and potentially just be on a reality blurb article? Does she want to be famous? I'm not sure. Here is a quote that Megan says, and I guess it's in her court documents, and it says, quote, The kids tell me that sometimes when they wake up in the morning, she will be asleep with an empty bottle of wine and glass next to her. I mean, is this bitch reaching? Like, this is totally crazy. And then on top of that, Travis is saying, hey, you know what? She assaulted me, and this is all fucked up, and uh, we need to do an investigation on her as well. So this all big thing is exhausting, I do have to say. It's all like he said, she said, you did it, I didn't do it. I'm exhausted. Like, what grade are we in, first of all? And the other thing is, none of these people are in the Bravo world, essentially. Travis is like the boyfriend of, okay? Where is Gina in all of this shit? Where is she? Is she saying anything back? Because I'm not hearing anything. She's treading low. So what does that mean? Found that interesting. If we go to my East Coast bitches, because those are the ones that I truly love. But also, let's just say Middle East, Dubai, because I fucking love those ladies. Perfect franchise. Those other three that are coming, Nashville, fucking Winnetka, and uh, what was the last one? Oh, uh, somewhere in Arizona. Uh, okay. I could do, I could do without all three. Just saying. Dubai is like the shit. Let's go to Dorinda. Making it nice. Making it nice. She is on the Jeff Lewis live show and she is pretty much confirming, but it's not necessarily a hundred percent. She's like teasing us a little bit, which I feel like is really true. It's just, she can't say it per contract, I would think. So she is basically saying, yes, I'm going to be a part of Roni legacy. Bitch, yes, we already knew that because you're fucking fabulous. She also reveals that the original series that we love and enjoy, which hasn't been on the air for a while, and they didn't have a fucking reunion with Ebony. Like, what the fuck? I'm still pissed about that. She reveals that the original series is, in fact, getting completely recast. Now, here's the thing, though. Does that mean they're all new bitches? Are we going to see some old bitches like Ebony and Leah? Like, I need to know this. When are they going to announce it? I just am so confused, and I'm just so hopeful that there are some old bitches on the show. That's all I have to say. Dorinda also went on to say, I've always wanted to be a housewife. I never wanted to leave. 
They told me that I had to leave. It wasn't her choice to leave. And honestly, I think it, if we recall, when she said the turkey baster comment about Tinsley getting pregnant, that was her not so great season, unfortunately. And I think that comment, which was also around the time when Andy was dealing with, um, you know, wanting to have a baby. And I think the surrogate thing was going on then. I could be wrong, but I don't think Andy liked that comment, and uh, I'm not saying that Andy said that she needed to leave, but I think that is what did it, and that's why Bravo potentially could have said, hey, you need to back away. And we all know that Vicky Gunvalson and Dorinda have been having a little feud on the social media. Vicky, of course, was dissing Bluestone Manor as far as the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2 is coming up on the 23rd. Woohoo! Phaedra Park. So excited. And then Dorinda was like, well, fuck you, bitch. I'm not down with this. So her response for Vicky's diss on Bluestone Manor. It's a quote. <laughs> she says, I'll try to do it as a Dorinda impression, but like, I don't think I'm that good, but I'm going to try. She says, quote, This is a girl that thinks dancing on dirty tables at a bar in Puerto Vallarta is fun, so you can't really have people that don't have taste understand taste. You have to have a taste level to understand Bluestone Manor, and you have to have understanding of a lifestyle. This is a place that is filled with beautiful colors and pieces and history and legacy, and quite frankly, loved as almost as extra character on The Housewives end quote. And I know that was a terrible Dorinda try. I'm sorry. She's just so original. No one can be Dorinda. So feud there. Whose side are you on? Vicky or Dorinda's? I'm always going to default to Dorinda because Vicky, I feel, is unstable. Kind of like Sutton. And Diana even said that in last night's episode. They're a little unstable if you ask me. That's my opinion! Oh, speaking of that, that's a great segue here. Reality tea now, honey. New website for me. Woohoo! Ah, Real Housewives of Potomac. Giselle, word on the street. Seems like she's reasonably jealous. And she's being the utmost shady, which is why we love her, of course. She is slamming Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge's podcast, Two Teas in a Pod, about how their podcast is a quote, non-Housewives podcast, and it isn't, quote, the most listened to podcast as far as like Housewives, end quote, ish. Clearly seems that Giselle is a little peeved because, I don't know, I think Tamara, Tamara and Teddy's podcast is on iHeartRadio, but she is claiming that it's messed up that they're saying that they're the number one Housewives podcast. I think it's because she wants to be the number one guy in this group. (laughs) Right, Jax? Maybe she's a little jealous. I want to see the stats. I want to see the numbers of listeners on who listens to Reasonably Shady, who listens to Two T's in a Pod. Now, I'm not going to lie. I haven't listened to Two T's in a Pod because those two ladies are not my favorite. Let's just be honest. And the other thing is, Giselle is saying, well, if that is the case, it's because you two don't work for Bravo anymore and you can say whatever the hell you want. And technically, Robin and I are a little limited because of contracts and all this shit. So if I go to this website and I look at their shit, 
Teddy wrote, uh, this was on her fucking Instagram or something. She does like a video on Instagram doing the model walk that she cannot do. And <laughs> Teddy lip syncs, I have one thing to say. You better work, bitch. Okay, whatever. LOL. So then she says, can y'all believe at iHeartRadio hired us two knuckleheads, meaning her and Tamara, and we are the most listened to Housewives podcast? We aim to please-ish. Okay. Well, Giselle didn't like that shit. And she says, y'all failed to say that y'all are the most listened to non-Housewives podcast. And yes, I'm being shady because we love her. And then Robin toots in and says, where did they get this statistic from? I'm going to have to pull some iHeartRadio numbers because y'all saying ain't true. And for the record, the challenge is on. And basically, they're like, oh, this is fine. So basically, they're feuding whose podcast is better, blah, 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 blah. Essentially, it's mine, Kim, Bravo East Coast Housewives. <laughs> so they're being a little petty on that. And that's what the housewives do. I love and enjoy it. So thank you, ladies, for that. Which housewives podcast do you like listening to the most? Giselle and Robbins, Tamara Teddy's, or mine? <laughs> Now, let's go to Jersey, baby. Real Housewives of Jersey. Dolores is now confirming that Teresa is changing her wedding plans after our crazy-ass Roni Roro reveals and leaked a bunch of shit about her wedding because Ramona is ridiculous and she posted the fucking invitation online. Just like she posted her fucking bank account on, like, Ramona. You are a legacy bitch because sometimes I'm like, who, there is no person that could be that, I don't want to say dumb because I think that's really not a nice thing to say, but there can't be a person that is like, is she acting? I just want to know, like this, this is crazy to me, but it's hilarious. So we see again, as I said, Ramona posts that shit online and she's like, I just got the most exotic, glamorous wedding invitation I've ever received in my life. Which I'm surprised that Teresa even invited her. And I was just like, interesting. But basically, Dolores was like, yeah, now they have to do uh, their change in the plans. I haven't gotten my shit yet. But uh, basically, Ramona, you fuck shit up. And this is why this is happening. So thanks a lot. Oh, now we're going to go to my new East Coast show, which is not even East Coast. But that's okay. Dubai. Mina Rowe show, fashion show, put on by Lisa. And Ion. I mean, that bitch is fierce, so is Lisa. I love that the two were working together. We see each other. They saw each other. They were working together for a good cause, for a fashion show, for Mina Rowe. And apparently, it was the first fashion show that Lisa ever did. Good job. Yes. Maybe you could have gotten some notes from Sonia Morgan in the beginning. But I think it went off without a hitch. I mean, you didn't start it and then there was no music. And then the people were like, is this starting? Just like they did in New York for Sonia's first show. So brava, Lisa. I enjoyed the story that Lisa shared in her confessional when she was looking for a diverse group of models as far as like photographing her uh, line. <laughs> and I guess she went to two different agencies. That's what she says. <laughs> and one of them said, 
Uh, it was a picture of Chanel. And then the other agency shows a picture of Ion. And obviously we know Chanel Ion. It's the same person. And she meets and she's like, what the fuck? You're like here. You're like the same person, bitch. Like what the... I thought that was hilarious, and now uh, Chanel Ion is Lisa's muse for Mina Rowe, and I'm pretty sure that's how their friendship started. That is a great story, and that also proves on how badass that Ion is because she's like, hey, I'm going to work even more. I'm here, and I'm here, and I'm here, bitch, because I'm badass. Love that. I want to be her. (laughs) I really want to know, is there a cheaper Dubai somewhere like in that area because I'm not going to be able to afford the Dubai that I see on the Real Housewives of Dubai like I want to actually go there but like is there a cheaper a cheaper version so I can still enjoy Dubai someone please let me know because that could be my first international trip because I've never been overseas furthest I've been is to Los Angeles and San Diego basically California and San Francisco. California, okay? We also learn in this episode that Nina is completely obsessed about French fries. I mean, who isn't? I think everyone around the world who's had a French fry fucking loves French fries. Now, my question is this. Nina, girlfriend, what French fry do you like the best? McDonald's? Chick-fil-A? Five Guys? Wendy's? In-N-Out Burger, Hardee's, Denny's. I mean, what the fuck? Which one do you like the best? I'm just curious. Can you let us know? I think I'm going to post this on my Instagram. And I know that I'm saying that, but I'm going to post it on my Instagram. I want to know what French fry do you like the best? Let's have a debate on it. Which one do you like the best, Yins, guys? All right, that's enough about fucking French fries because she took about a minute talking about it and now I'm like taking a fucking minute about French fries. Woo! So we see uh, Caroline Stanbury in this, you know, because she's part of the show. <laughs> but I have to say, Yins, guys, she's my least favorite of this cast. I, and then I'd say it's Brooks. But Stanbury is like, She reminds me of such like an elitist and that she's superior to everyone. And it's almost she reminds me of LVP because I do feel like LVP does think she's better than a lot of people. I don't know if that's like the English side to both of them, but it bothers me more with Stanbury. Like it does. It doesn't bother me with LVP because at least she has humor with her life and she can laugh at herself and shit but I don't know she's just rubbing me the wrong way I even like Whitney Whitney Rose from fucking Salt Lake City better than I like Stanbury which is saying a lot because Yin's guys know that I'm not a huge Whitney fan I mean she is annoying AF to me so why is it like this I'll have to uh let that simmer in my mind and try to figure it out I mean, I already know the answer. I think she just thinks she's better than everyone else. Like, that annoys me. And on top of that, her getting paid to be an ambassador of whatever the hell she's an ambassador of, many different things, so she gets paid to look beautiful. I mean, come on, bitch. Seriously, I can't deal with you. Like, we would never be friends. Oh, my God. Let's fast forward to that lovely luncheon with Lisa Brooks and Ion. 
Love this. Love this. This is Jennifer Aiden, Margaret Joseph's Ion. Thank you. You are grouped up with those two badass bitches. You guys are the Trace Amigas of badass quotes. Whenever she's bringing that big old pot of lemons to that luncheon and she shows Lisa and says, I'm going to give this to Brooks, you know, because she's so bitter over me. I want to know why. Love that. I mean, first of all, I am bringing gifts anywhere that she goes. Like, can she come over to my house? I don't even want a fucking gift. You know what my gift would be? My gift would be her just coming and gracing me with her presence. So I wouldn't even need a gift. She is my gift. When we find out about Sarah's 15 businesses that she's done, started, but we also found out that she went bankrupt twice, this girl is a go-getter. She is not afraid of taking risks. She says that she's rebellious, which may be on her side with her culture. That is the truth. But to me, it just seems like she's a go-getter. She's not afraid to take risks. If she fails, she gets back on that horse and she continues on and just continues to be a badass. So I appreciated that she shared that on the show because I'm sure there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are like, shit, I'm failing at this shit. I'm really upset. How do I... It was just an inspirational thing to hear about her. Now, as I said, Stanbury says that she's a fucking ambassador for like life, I guess. I don't know. And then Brooks shades her and says, this is a good quote. She's like, she's not that influential. Uh, yes, Brooks, I completely agree because I've never heard of the bitch. I never watched Ladies of London. Sorry. But I never heard of her until I watched this show. So she couldn't have been that influential because I didn't even know about her. Not saying that I am the big ass yes I am. But guess what? I'm a badass bitch. So yeah. (laughs) God, I'm such an idiot. Okay. Oh my God. And the other thing that really bothers me, does Stanbury ever wear a bra? You always see her nips in scenes and it's just like, I don't want to see your nipples. I don't want to see that. Put on a fucking bra. I don't care. Go hang out with Dana uh, that was on Vanderpump Rules. That's great. But like, why do we always have to see your nips? Put on a bra. It bothers me. We don't need to see them all the time. I don't even know if they're real. They don't look like real breasts. (sighs) Just put on a bra, man. Like, I don't need to see that all the time. But I guess you could say, don't watch the fucking show. And you know what? I could not watch the fucking show, but I'm going to because I got to talk shit about you ladies in such a loving way. Now, what also bothers me is that Stanbury didn't even show up to the fashion show for Lisa, who apparently is Stanbury's friend. I mean, we all know that Stanbury and I can't stand each other, but hello, that's your friend. She's doing a fashion show. It's her first fashion show ever. Don't be a petty ass bitch with Ion because you know that she's going to be there. Be the bigger person. Arrive and support your friend who's doing the shit. I didn't like that either. She wanted to avoid conflict with Ion. That's not a good friend to me. As I said, be the bigger person. Be better than the gap, Stanbury. Be better than the gap. When we do hear Lisa talking about her line when it's coming out, she says spring, summer. In my mind, I was like, spring, summer, fall. She by Sheree, honey. Where were you? We needed to see you there. I mean, we know that we're going to get Phaedra there later on in the season. But she by Sheree, you could have been there to help her with spring, summer, fall collection. Oh, my God. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, my God. Love. So when we get to the after show of the fashion show, (laughs) 
Nina is saying that Stanbury is overwhelmed with the wedding stuff, and that's probably why she couldn't be there. But you go to Stanbury's house and her and Sergio are popping some shams. I mean, hello, where was Heather Debro with popping of the shams? Why didn't she bring any more popping of the shams? She wasn't stressed out with the wedding shit. She doesn't even want to do any of that wedding shit. She's only doing it to like fucking appease Sergio because he's never been married before. And I don't even think he's 30. And it's weird because he's like 30, not even 30. And he's like going to be stepfather to like some 16, 17 year old. Like this is confusing, whatever. I know it happens in the world, but like I don't know what's going on. She wasn't stressed out with the wedding shit. She was drinking her ass with her soon-to-be husband. This is crazy to me. So, Yins, guys, I want to remind you, June 23rd, coming up, coming up, Real Housewives of Ultimate Girls Trip, uh, or Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, not of. Okay. June 23rd on Peacock. Woohoo! And then we got the Southern Charm. Honestly, they're playing Southern Charm currently, old-school Southern Charm. Here are my thoughts with this. I am worried about this season, per the commercials, it seems as if they are trying to be over the top. I don't feel like it's going to be as honest and authentic as it has been in the past. I'm talking with Cameron and uh, Chelsea. Yin's guys know that they're my favorite bitches on the show. And just from the commercials, it just seems like they're overacting. And we all know that they can't act in the beginning. So it just is too much for me. I don't know if they're It seems as if these shows that are not housewife shows, it seems like because they want good ratings, they're going to try to do over the top shit the way that the housewives do. But here's the thing. The housewives are already over the top with to begin with. They didn't like start as like, I don't know. I don't even want to say this like normal people. But like, let's just be real. They're not normal people because they have all this fucking money. I don't know. Maybe I just put my fucking foot in my mouth. But Hopefully Yin's guys know what I'm talking about. I just feel like because they're having success with the show from previous seasons, like look at Craig. I'm pretty sure he probably thinks he's hot shit like fucking Bradley Cooper, Brad Pitt or something. Like, dude, calm down. Come down a few pegs. And then like Austin, I don't even want to say Yin's guys know how I feel about Austin. I just can't. And honestly, if they're going to be over the top with his season, Can we please just see a cameo of Thomas Ravenel? Like, what the fuck is he doing? Is he in jail again? I don't know. What is he doing? Is he around his children? I don't know. You know that he has a child with some other woman. Is he still with that woman? Because I don't think he is. (sighs) There's just so much going on. Below Deck, season's coming to an end. Thank God, because... I wasn't watching it and it didn't seem that entertaining to me. There's just like this one guy that, first of all, I don't think is attractive. I mean, different strokes for different folks, right? Or is it different folks for different strokes? I don't know. But the guy isn't that attractive to me. How is he juggling like three girls on that boat? I don't get it. He's like, (laughs) Austin. (laughs) I think anytime that I'm going to say his name in the future, It's just going to be like, so each time when Yin's guys hear me go like this, you know that the name Austin is going to come after it. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. So yeah, Yin's guys, I hope you enjoyed another episode. Hey, uh, 
thank yous, guys, for listening. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And make sure you follow us at Believe Lifestyle and at Believe Network. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. And Yin's guys, please recommend my podcast to others that you know who watch Bravo, who listen to Bravo podcasts. And Yin's guys, I appreciate you. Thank you. Coming back week after week. For those of you that are new, keep coming back. We like to hang and chill. I should have some special guests coming up pretty soon. Got to finalize some shit. And, uh... Yeah, Yins guys, enjoy your weekend, and I shall see Yins guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 